Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Tuesday, and it's the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We've got three things we think you need to hear to be in the know today. It's the three at 1203. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 1203. Three. That's a magic number. They're gonna be talking about three things. Three. It is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? And here it is behind door number. A ghost? Boo! No, actually, it's not a ghost, um, but it's almost Halloween, so I wanted to get in the spirit. First, though, of the things you need to hear to get about your day, I want you to hear a really cool story. Here's a story about how two moms are having a baby. I kind of love this story. So it I'll, uh, essentially what you heard there was uh, the story of two moms who've now been able to carry the same child. And it's you heard so cool. an explanation of how that's possible. It has to do with this device. Um, which uh, actually comes down to two fertility specialists in, I think, Texas, Dr. Uh, and Mrs. Dr. Duty. That's mm-hmm. their name. Mm-hmm. At the care facility in Texas, were the first to try what's called uh, reciprocal effortless in vitro fertilization. That is a, a mouthful. Yeah. So it gave Bliss and Ashley... A shot at motherhood. It's in so 2018. cool. It's so cool. So obviously, you know, and they explained it, uh, you know, better than I probably could. But, but that one of them uh, w- carried the baby during the fertilization process, yep. and then it was transferred to the other mother who got to carry it for the rest of gestation. Yep. It's like it's and my baby, so, it's but your it's, baby, it's our baby. Is, but that is so cool. Yeah. That is a really awesome. Um, people go an to, awesome process. People go to extraordinary lengths to have children, and I am just grateful for them because I am not them. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, you can be excited and happy about that. And uh, Mazel Tov to them. Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. Okay, one of my favorite things is hearing people's stories about running into a celebrity and then what happens, you know, when they run into that celebrity. Well, this this uh, Twitter user who goes by the handle Zan uh, has a funny story of what happened when they ran into Ray, uh, Ray, is it Rami Malik? Rami Malik. Rami yep. Malik. Um, Okay, listen to this, and then I'll try to explain exactly what happened if okay. it's not apparent in the moment. Uh-huh. Can you say hi to my friends? Can no, but we can take a picture. Oh, sorry. Is that all right? Yep. Thank you. Well, that's a... Okay, so what you hear is the voice of Zan asking Rami Malik 
Can you say hi to my friends? And then Rami Malik saying, no, but we can take a picture. Because Zan had the phone on video, video mode. mode. Video mode. And Rami Malik does not recognize this as he gets into the shot for the selfie. And then when Rami Malik realizes, oh, this is a video, oh, not a picture, and says, no, we're not doing a video. I'm not doing a video. And then like busts out. So Zan takes this video. To Twitter and is like, this was super embarrassing. Hilarious. But this is what happened. This is probably the most embarrassing thing to ever happen to me. Homeboy literally swiped my camera to photo himself because he saw it was a video. Nah, I'm done with video messages. Um, and like he had taken it away and tried to and then moved it to picture and then took a picture of nothing because he took a picture of nothing as he was handing the photo back, the phone back to her. Yeah. And all she has is this moving video of him saying no, basically. Yeah. No. Which I just thought, you know, that at least she's got a story out of the deal. Oh, well, of course. And also she's now viral. Exactly. So, I mean, I think she's probably fine with that. Exactly. Yes. Here's what we have for you behind door oh. number three. And I just can't with some people territory. Um, I want to play a little clip of Suzanne Summers. Mm-hmm. People are asking her about things and she's having opinions about things. Now, I do want to give you a little heads up. We're going to talk about the larger issue that she discusses in the majority of this clip, but it's about Roseanne and she's not happy with ABC regarding Roseanne. And in this particular clip, we do need in this day and age, not just give you uh, heads ups when heads up when it's things like gross, icky, mm-hmm. naughty, inappropriate uh, words. Mm-hmm. We also need to just give you a heads up that there's something political she's going to say. But don't focus on that. Focus on what she's saying about ABC and Roseanne. Let's have a listen. Rose- but there are only a few people who have it. It's indefinable. It's not about looks. It's not even so much about talent is what is that indefinable it that a Roseanne has um, and that other people that have been beloved over the years? What is it? If a person has it, they are lucky. And if the rest of the business acknowledges it, you can be financially rewarded. <laughs> okay, so she said a lot there. And I just want to go after Suzanne Summers because, first of all, just know that I love Suzanne Summers. She is a. You know, a a darling from my childhood, an icon, a classic, you know. And you love your thigh master. I love my thigh master. Mm -hmm. I love my threes company. Mm -hmm. I think it's like, you know, it was like the Laverne, not the Laverne and Shirley, the like I Love Lucy of its generation. Yes. It's a great show. Um, And then she left and for all the wrong reasons. And I kind of blame her. But anyway. That's neither here nor there. And she's basically saying ABC um lost big by firing Roseanne. Mm-hmm. But then the way she explains, first of all, she she made it political by saying the ant, the anti-bleepers won. Mm-hmm. It, she said Trump. Yeah. So she's saying that like a certain political uh people with a certain political belief uh won, which presumably means that people with a certain belief got Roseanne fired. For what she said, that's kind of where she seems to be going, right? Mm-hmm. That's her explanation to which I would say for those of us who actually pay attention to this stuff, mm-hmm. that is entertainment, pop culture, Roseanne was fired for what she said about Valerie Jarrett, mm-hmm. called her an ape, 
called an African-American woman a name. Mm-hmm. That's why she was fired, mm-hmm. among other things. Mm-hmm. But mostly because that was incredibly racist, insensitive, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Racist. So that's why she was fired. Mm-hmm. Now, you can be like sad about that because you think Roseanne has the it factor, which we should also talk about that part of her statement because I'm not quite sure what she's saying about the rest of I the people know. on the Connors. Oh, I know what she's saying about the rest <laughs> I, of the people on the Connors. I think she's saying that Roseanne was carrying them. Yep, I think that's exactly what she was saying. Um, which tells us far more about her mm-hmm. and her own viewpoints about things and probably about Three's Company. Uh, but it also just, it also just is not true. Like she just puts all of these things together in a way that I don't think is fair. Right. Like she's sort of like making it a black and white issue in, and I don't even mean actual black and white. It's not, she's not making it a a race issue. Mm -hmm. That would maybe be more to the point. Um, the issue she's making is a political one, which I think is really unfair Mm -hmm. and misses some very important things that we've talked about since all this happened right right well i mean yeah i this is it's well it's just hard because it's 2018 right and and one of the things that i found difficult about 2018 is that uh even things that are not political have been have become somehow political just by being everybody wants to see everything through a political lens yes and that's part of what she has done is served it up as such. Um, and then to your point, then she does this odd pivot into this weird it factor space where she essentially says that um, yeah, it's really unfortunate that they lost the only thing that the show had <laughs> and basically behaves as though everybody else on the show, including incidentally, Lori Metcalf, who is who has been awarded for her work. um, some may argue has an it factor herself. Uh, John Goodman, same, same. I mean, Lori Metcalf, did she not win an Oscar? Yes, that's what I'm saying. John Goodman also has been awarded for his in other roles. Um, you know, the, the rest of them are a bunch of bumps on a log that can barely string three sentences together to make a show go. That Truly that Roseanne was the only one that made that show go. Which is Actually, just misinformed. Um, or was she nominated? She was for nominated. She, she was nominated. She but still, but she's won she get Tony's. A yeah. Did she get a Golden Globe? I don't know. She's won things. <laughs> she's been and, she's been recognized. And all, so has, like you said, John, John Goodman. Goodman yes. Sarah Gilbert. Yes. All of those people. Yes. And she's acting as though Roseanne is the only person that on that show. I mean, that DJ had deserved probably any accolades. not so much. Let's well, be honest. He gets a couple lines every show. I'm sorry, it's not nice, but it's just true. I um I, I just I hope for the sake of the world that we live in, and that is the world of pop culture and entertainment, that people can just look at things for what they are. Sometimes Roseanne was horribly toxic. Was for a number of reasons and uh oh look at this a giant corporation who's very concerned about public image made a call based on what they thought was you know in their their own self-interest if you want to be cynical about it in their own self-interest and consequently also the right thing to do right but like none of that has to do with like a particular group of people she thinks voted for a particular person. That's the thing that frustrates me about that conversation yeah. is like you can argue about a lot when it comes to Roseanne, but um, I don't think we need to bring in who people voted for in 2016 into well, the equation 
to get there. And again, like so many other uh, things that are going on at the same time, and I know we got to go because Elizabeth Reese is waiting to give us some dirt, but like so many other things that are going on right now, people will reduce it to the one story that they've seen in the headlines when the truth is there's so much else going on behind the scenes that we are not even party to that includes a, a whole group of people working together in an organization, much like your own work is. Um, that we may never be privy to. And those are the people that make the decisions that made things happen. Anyway, moving on. Elizabeth Reese, bringing the dirt from Hollywood. Dirt Alert, coming up next. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese has brought all the dirt straight from Hollywood and beyond. And beyond. We're going to start beyond. Yeah, this is a big story. We absolutely were starting um, in West Virginia, which is not a place that I normally start the dirt alerts. But Whitey Bulger, one of uh, America's most notorious mobsters, was found dead in a federal prison today where he had just been transferred. And the story is that he was killed behind bars. Crazy. He uh, is serving a life sentence for 19 murders. You'll remember. Remember well, that anymore. James Joseph Whitey Bulger, who was 89 years old, um, was played by Johnny Depp in a movie. What was that movie called again, you guys? You know, we just looked this up at lunch. Do you remember, Holly? We were just talking about this at lunch. It, it was called, called Black, Black Mass. Mass. Yeah. Black Mass Halls. Yep, you're absolutely right. Uh, so you'll remember that he was uh, a Winter Hill gang crime boss and a longtime FBI informant, and he terrorized the Boston area for years. And Mm -hmm. he was on the FBI's most wanted list when he was found. It was crazy. He'd been serving out his life sentence in a federal penitentiary in Florida until last week when he was transferred to one in Oklahoma City. And then he recently arrived at Hazleton in West Virginia. He was convicted in 2013 for those crimes, which included at least 11 murders. I mean, there's like lots and lots of murders. It's nuts. And, um, And so... This was a high security prison. Two sources are telling the Boston Globe that he was killed inside the prison. And there was a Boston based reporter named Michelle McPhee, who was the first to break the news that he had been killed. But we don't have details on like, we don't have details. I feel like when you get killed in prison, somebody's going to know something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He was one of the FBI's most wanted fugitives for 16 years until he was arrested in 2011 in Santa Monica, California. And, um, the Bureau of Prisons officials and his attorney would not comment last week on why he was being moved. Ah. But in the past three months, there have been three homicides at that prison, which the officers are blaming on chronic understaffing. That's, I mean, it sounds like something shady's happening. Well, yeah. um, but it, well, it's something. also like, I mean, prisons are violent. Yeah. Because you put violent people there. Yeah, but usually in prison you kind of have an eye on things. Don't you watch Orange is the New Black? This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh, right. There's I'm not just, always an eye on things. Well, I, and I'm just saying <laughs> if somebody wanted something to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Perhaps some people know some things. It's gonna that'll be really interesting to find out more details. This is something that's just breaking, so I'm sure um we'll be following this. I will say one other thing about uh about Whitey Bulger is that is was he isn't the character that was played by Jack Nicholson in The Departed based on him? Oh, I don't also? know. So that's another kind of pop culture tie-in. Yeah. Um that that he that that character is based on him. If you don't know a lot about his life or yeah. who he is, that would be kind of a, a place where you might understand a little bit better the it, history. It is kind of, you know, when you look at like his mugshot, he looks like a guy who you could run into at any grocery mm-hmm. store in the Twin Cities Absolutely. in any given moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, NBC, but he has a furrowed brow and you might be scared. That's true. Yes. NBC is reluctant to give Megyn Kelly a big payout af, uh, as part of this oh, exit. Uh, so the story today from Deadline is that she's off the air, headed towards the door, but it's looking like the exit is not going to be as smooth as she was hoping for. Uh, talks at NBC were um, ending with the bosses saying um, that asking for a hefty payout for the rest of this contract is a non-starter, mm-hmm. that they do not want to pay her out. It's a $69 million contract, folks, and they shouldn't have done that to begin with. Um, that's network insiders are saying a lot has changed in the last year and this isn't looking like a here's your check let's call it a day resolution now well okay here's the thing they're going to have to give her a lot of money they probably won't give her 69 million but they also want to make it look like it took them a while to make that happen like right they're not just going to cut a check right now and be done with it because that just makes them look like they were complicit but if they have no other choice or if it's more political or not politically, economically, corporationally uh, expedient, they might just like hold out for a while and then mm-hmm. be like, OK, here's your 40 something million. And do we have any more uh, ideas or any more information as to whether or not Ronan Farrow was involved in the that was meetings? I think that or was is- what they call in the business a nothing burger. Okay. Yeah. I know, because I was hearing nothing about that. Jenna Dewan is um, asking for spousal support in her divorce from Channing Tatum. She wants some money. She wants some of them abs once a month. He says no. She's worth $20 million. He's worth closer to $50 million. Yeah. Well, I would say uh, she may deserve some of that. There you go. Thanks, Thank friends. you, Elizabeth Reese. Bye. Uh, if you want to play our 30-second pop culture challenge, call 651-641-1071. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071. Everything. A census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Entertainment. We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. And uh, if you get them all right, you'll win a prize on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, that is Bradley Trainer, and this is your 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. 
Welcome today, Colleen. Thanks for asking. I've got Hannah on the line. Hannah, you are amazing. <laughs> and Bradley, what is Hannah playing for today? Hannah, if you win this thing, you're going to get a pair of passes to an advanced screening of Boy Erased on Monday, November 5th at Southdale. Wow. Okay, Hannah, you ready? Yes. Timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Justin Timberlake was a member of what boy band? Instinct. Kate Middleton has what royal title? Duchess of York. Duchess is fine enough. Bob Saget was the original host of what ABC video clip show? America's Funniest Home Videos. Kit is the name on the car from what 80s show? Night Rider. Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie starred on what reality series? Um... Oh my gosh! Um, I know it, but I don't. It's not it. complicated. It's not complicated. Oh! What did you say? Oh, I think she said it, so we'll give it to her. Oh, oh God! Yay! You won, oh Hannah. God, she said she this simple. Well, we did. We we lost her, but she has the prize. Hannah, you're getting the prize because we heard you say, as the buzzer buzzed, the simple life, which is the answer to that question. Congratulations to our winner, Hannah. And just to correct the record, it was the Duchess of Cambridge, but she said Duchess. I'm like, that's fine. We'll take it. Yeah. Any oh Duchess gosh. will do. York mm-hmm. peppermint patties. Uh, Taste the sensation. And now that we're done with the 30 second pop culture challenge, we like to solve some mysteries and we do it in the form of blind items that Holly has selected for us. Oh. In this segment, we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Oh. Tasty blind items. Some crazy days and nights. You okay over there, Bradley? Needs in my Atlanta? Yeah. Okay. We'll work on that during the break. But in the meantime, think about a permanent A-list, mostly movie actor who is an Academy Award winner slash nominee. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here's your blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. This permanent A-list mostly movie actor who is an Academy Award winner slash nominee went through an interview of carefully planned tough questions with even more carefully planned explanations. I don't know why he and his actress wife are still afraid to have their dirty laundry aired when everyone already knows most of Ooh. it. Oh. Permanent A-list mostly movie actor. Who's clearly married and why would they need mm-hmm. to have carefully planned explanations for anything? Mm-hmm. Well, now think about people who like to overshare, uh-huh. but yet undershare. Oh, Will and Jada Smith! <laughs> yes, thank you. Interesting. <laughs> overshare was yeah, the key. Interesting. Yeah, so here is your blind mm-hmm. item filled in. Will Smith went through an interview of carefully planned tough questions with even more carefully planned explanations. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he and Jada Pinkett Smith are still afraid to have their dirty laundry aired when everyone already knows most of it. Right? Yeah, because it's not real and if it is it's 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 sanitized for your pleasure. Ooh. I'm just saying that, you know, the only reason presumably they're sharing any of this is cuz they think it'll get them attention and money, which frankly they've gotten the attention on our show, so ding ding winner winner chicken dinner. We don't have any However, money to give them, but whatever. But attention, right? Mm-hmm. Um and therefore they they're actually just telling us like bits and pieces, not the actual story or they're like, I would not be surprised if they're completely making it up, but that's cynical me anyway. I bet they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Moving, Moving on. on. What else you got? Uh, another blind item from crazy days and nights.net has to do with a permanent, a list singer and a company. So a permanent A-list singer and 
a company. Here's okay. your blind item. There is little to no chance this permanent A-list singer will ever cancel a deal that makes her gob tons of money just because fans don't approve where the money is coming from. She just doesn't care. Mm. So is the gob tons of money coming from the company that people don't like? Well, it's coming from a collaboration that the singer has with this company. Okay. That people don't like. That people don't like. Mm-hmm. Is it the collaboration they don't like or the company they don't they like? They don't like the company, specifically the person who is the head of the company. Oh, so is it somebody like uh, Elon Musk? No. Oh. Now, let's work on the singer. The singer okay. will okay. be right. easier right. to identify. Okay. I don't know if you'll be able to identify the name of the person who's being accused of the bad behavior. Okay, oh. can we get a little bit of a... Um, like a, a hint on who the permanent A-list singer is. Her fans just swarm around her. Mm. Her oh, fans so just swarm. Beyonce. It's Beyonce. Very well done. That was good. Yeah. Okay, so Beyonce is the singer. Yes. Now, Google Beyonce mm-hmm. and see some of the headlines that are coming up today. She's ready for babies. No, Michelle Williams is ready for babies. Okay. No. Um. Here's the headline. <laughs> Beyonce urged to pull Ivy Park line yes. from Top Shop amid mm. Philip Green allegations. Now, Philip Green, Sir Philip Green, is the head of Top Shop, and he's been accused of sexual harassment, bullying, and racial abuse. Aha. Okay. Ooh. That's not good. No, that's not good. No, that's not good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, can you go back and did you, okay, fill I, in the blanks to that. I yes. Guess. There's little to no chance that Beyonce will ever cancel a deal with Top Shop, just because fans don't approve of where the money is coming from. Beyonce just doesn't care. She wants the money. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Shocker. That is interesting. So, there you go. All Where's right. That? Yeah. All Shall right. we do another one? Yeah, let's, let's do another do one. Let's do it! Now, this one's a confirmed blind item. Ooh, I love these. Meaning, Crazy Days and Nights has identified the subject of the blind item. So, think about a housewife. Okay. Think about a housewife. Here's your blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. Whenever this housewife heads south to the beach, she's trolling for investment money from men. It is how she has always financed her life. Oh. Now, when, when, uh, so this is somebody from the Real, Real Housewives. Housewives franchise? Yeah. So okay. somebody we've been talking about recently? Well, she's always kind of floating around in the ether of celebrity I'm gonna gossip. Go ahead and say Bethany Frankel. Good job. Mm, Confirmed blind item. Well, she's going on beach vacations. And if you are to believe this blind item, that's what she does whenever she's low on money, because Mm -hmm. that's how she finances everything is getting a little wink, wink, nudge, nudge with some uh, gentleman callers. I've always been very curious about how she has built her entire personal empire where she got the seed money, so to speak. Yes. Mm -hmm. Let me fill in the blank for you. Yes. Well put. Whenever Bethany Frankel heads south to the beach, she is trolling for investment money from men. It is how Bethany has always financed her life. Hmm. Well, interesting. October 29th in the Daily Mail, Bethany Frankel, 47, shows off her bikini body with the help of a sheer lace dress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On her beach vacation. Yeah, because she's mm-hmm. not doing that in New York. No. Let's be real. No. Although that beach vacation looks mighty nice right now. I will tell you guys, I mean, again, like I said, I've always been a little bit fascinated by how she has made herself into what she is, because the first time I remember encountering Bethany Frankel was when Martha Stewart, and you may not remember this, but Martha Stewart did a 
offshoot or a spinoff of the um, The Apprentice. Yep. Bethany Frankel was a contestant on that. And that's where I first remember her from was as a contestant on that show. I feel like that show only lasted one season, maybe two tops. Mm -hmm. Anyway, she was a contestant on that season. And then like within a couple of years, she cropped up again on the Real Housewives franchise. And then suddenly she had the business and the skinny girl thing going. And then she was in every tabloid all over the place. And to me, that is like, that is like exactly how um, the new celebrity is made. Like in after the year 2000, that is how celebrities were made. They started with reality shows. They maybe did one or two. And suddenly then they had a brand. Then they were mm-hmm. spinning out and doing had a business attached. That's not how celebrities were made in the 1900s. Oh, you know, for sure. And so she, to me, was like the first person where I like put all those things together who didn't come from money to begin with. Totally. You know? Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. So she's uh, down south getting money from rich men right now. Yes, she is, if you are to believe the hot gossip. Hot gossip. Well, um, we love to believe the hot gossip. And when we uh, listen to the hot gossip, a lot of what we hear from our friends at crazydaysandnights.net has to do with a uh, couple... That we call Jonas. Uh, that Nick would be Jonas, Nick, Priyanka Chopra. Jonas and Priyanka Chopra. Yesterday, we talked a little bit about this engagement party that Priyanka Chopra had uh, that had but one celebrity guest. And that one celebrity guest was? That one celebrity guest was <laughs> Kelly Ripa. We teased that out a little bit. And we talked about what we thought was probably um, a, uh, what's it called? Um, an endorsement deal that yeah. she has. That she has probably has an endorsement from Tiffany because, of course, that's where the ring was bought and that's where her bridal shower was held. Well, I have a little bit more evidence to that fact. Okay. Bradley, I'm going to share I it have, with you. And I have a question for you about another possible sponsor. Okay. okay. Well, I will hopefully have an answer for you All about right. that possible sponsor Okay. after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Well, we call them Chonus. Uh, it is the fake relationship of Priyanka Chopra, Nick Jonas. It's okay. It's been a Thank tough you. day for our um, upper respiratory system sneezing tendencies. Anyway, we found out about this fake relationship, uh, or in fact, that the relationship we th- believe is fake through crazydaysandnights.net. This is the website that produces the blind items that we read during our segment called Blinded by the Item. And we are kind of obsessed with poking holes in the notion that this is a real relationship. Yeah, right? when we heard that it was not real, we were all about it. We're like, exactly, because something doesn't seem right about this relationship that seemingly came out of nowhere. Exactly. Well, uh, first of all, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, yesterday Yesterday, Bradley, you brought this story to the to the to the team, uh, and we convened the Cobra Gang, and we talked about this um, this uh, engagement party or uh, bridal shower she had at the Tiffany Cafe. 
right? Yep. What seemed weird about it was that she had this bridal shower and they talked about all the celebrities who showed up, but there was only one celebrity actually photographed and that was Kelly Ripa. And I was like, that seems kind of lame, especially since this is the woman who is always throwing around her relationship with Meghan Markle. Right. Well, I said, you know, I think that she's got some sort of sponsorship deal with Tiffany. And, um, and so today I read another article that spun that out for me even more uh, and kind of put it together in a nice constellation that made me realize, yep, there definitely is some sort of relationship with Tiffany when it comes to this fake relationship. Yeah. Okay. So I want to share this with you okay, awesome. to just further prove our, our notion <clears throat> that Tiffany is somehow um, supporting this wedding. Okay. So first of all, Priyanka Chopra was, uh, she's apparently an investor in Bumble. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a bird bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. India? So Bumble is that dating site? Sure. And they were having a launch for Bumble India in New York City yesterday okay and she was speaking at that at that at that uh event yeah and one of the things she talked about was her relationship with nick jonas but she also was talking about her the the um their engagement and tiffany's involvement in their engagement okay so this to me reeks of the pr machine sure like how do you dip your your sponsors into normal conversation. Yeah, like, oh, and this thing wouldn't have been possible if it weren't for my really good friends exactly. over at Tiffany. Like, for example, this. She explained that they had closed down the Tiffany store over the summer so that they could buy the engagement, so that uh, that Nick could buy the engagement ring for Priyanka Chopra that he used to pop the question to her in July after two months of dating. She says, quote, I've always had a romantic fascination with Tiffany since I was a kid. It's just so chic and classy and timeless. Mm. Copy point, copy point, copy point. Yum. So somewhere I'd mentioned it to Nick that I wanted my ring to be a Tiffany ring. Uh, and I somewhere, think- like... Headline, They've been dating for two months. She said, you will now execute Operation Tiffany. Yeah. Where you'll get my dumb ring and it's already been purchased and it's not yes. actually purchased because they gave it to us for free. She said, mm-hmm. uh, I somehow, I'd, somewhere I'd mentioned it to Nick that I wanted my ring to be a <clears throat> Tiffany ring and I think he remembered. Uh, and uh, hence the ring I and the relationship remembered. With Tiffany, it does She's play a, a very special you know, role. That's kind of like acting um, on Baywatch. She did a really good job. Right? Yeah. Thank you. Now, I want to add a couple things that you need to understand. Okay. Uh, for her celebration at Tiffany, for her bridal uh, lunch, or for her bridal, what is it called? Bridal shower. She was also wearing a gown by, do you know this? This is exactly where I wanted you to go. Oh, good. Marquesa. Marquesa. Yeah. And who is Marquesa? Marquesa is the label of the uh, now soon to be ex-wife of Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. 
So she's wearing a $6,000 dress from Marquesa. Mm-hmm. Now, I draw your attention to a quote in a oh. headline from an article that was published just today. Oh, interesting. On um, page six. Okay, go. Priyanka Chopra defends Marquesa's Georgina Chapman. Quote, it's not her fault. So, after wearing a $6,000 white strapless dress with a feathered skirt from Marquesa's Spring 2018 collection to her bridal shower on Sunday, that was totally just happenstance, she opened up in a new Women's Wear Daily article, Georgina's a friend of mine and she has been. It's not her fault, and I don't think it's right to take it out on a self-made woman when somebody somebody in her life did. What somebody in her life did. So she's basically coming to the the defense. Apparently there's a ban or like a, what do you call that? A boycott? Yeah. A Marquesa Marquesa. boycott. And so she is openly speaking in support of Marquesa at a time that she's walking around in a $6,000 Marquesa dress. Interesting. This is fascinating, is right? it not? It only is going to get juicier. It really is. It really is. Can I just share, Just this is just eye-rolling. There's nothing more to it. This is just an eye-roll moment. Um, at this, so again, she's an investor in this Bumble India. Now, I would actually argue she might not actually be an investor. I bet that there is some sort of agreement with this Bumble India. Oh, I'm sure. Right? So they're probably actually yeah. a sponsor. But anyway, she said at the Bumble India launch in New York City yesterday about the relationship between her and Nick Jonas that has been going on for how many months? Like five months. Yeah, I mean, a hot minute. Okay. She says, truly, this is what has worked for me in her relationship of five months. Oh, interesting. He whoever the man is, when you're searching for Mr. Right, he has to be someone who respects you. And by that, I don't mean he makes coffee for you, not that, but someone who respects the hard work you put into your life, who Mm. respects that if his work is important, so is yours. Or if he makes choices that are important to him, so is your opinion. That's respect, and that's incredible to have. That's so fake. I love it so much. It's so live. Okay, anyway. Uh, Just wait, it's only going to get better. Like, the wedding itself is going to be one big... You know what? Yes. Well, speaking of the wedding itself, we have the exact date. What's the date? Well, the only place I've seen this published is the India Times, um, the Times of India, and this is what they're saying in terms of a date. This was published yesterday, um, and the reason why they have a specific date is because apparently there was this, like, big Bollywood... Um, wedding scare that there was another there's a Bollywood couple and you know Priyanka Chopra kind of started her career in Bollywood there's a a Bollywood royalty couple that is getting married in uh, around the same time and there was a concern of Bollywood fans that their wedding and reception time would overlap with Priyanka Chopra's and so the Times of India says no worries This other couple, they're getting married in Italy, November 14th and 15th. Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra's wedding will take place on December 2nd. Oh, So this is the first time we have seen an actual date, December 2nd. All right. Well, Holly, I think you're going to be the winner in that uh, office pool. Uh, We will be right back with a great interview in studio here on My Talk 1071.